Welcome to a well of doom. Well, all right. Well, we are not a monolith. We polyprolific. A little rabbit quoted. I contain multitudes. I can dig it. I'm positive on a pivot. Bound for plenty more. Getting deliberate. I'm tired of playing any mighty mobile. the entrepreneur. Peace and blessings. It's your boy, Mr. Wild and Free. Back with another episode of A Well of Being, a podcast that provides a space to dive deep on all things spiritual, metaphysical, philosophical, technological, and existential from the mind of yours truly. It's a well, not the well, because there's absolutely more than one way to be well. And of course, a well has depth to it. There's so many ways to be in this life, and as we seek to find balance in duality, I want you to know it's okay to define for yourself what it means to live life well. Let's get into it. So every now and then I always love to go back to that original full-length intro so y'all know what y'all are tuning into and why I'm doing what I do with this podcast. On today's episode, we are going to be taking a retrospect on this whole experience that was February flowing. So for those that don't know, this whole consistency challenge started in 2019. I started with February flows, and then in 2020, I did 2020 flows And this year, I have just completed February flowing. Now, this challenge was to create a brand new song every day for the entire month. The majority of the production I handled as well. This year, I was fortunate to have my good brothers, AG Dynasty and Zabie Cuz, contribute their production as well which absolutely helped to ease some of that pressure off of me in the process. Now, let's let's soak it all in. Let me uh, think about this entire experience and reflect on what it was like this year and how that maybe differed from previous experiences. So, this year was rough. I took the production level up a notch when it came to the final video that I was releasing to all social media platforms. And I think that definitely amped up the stress. Looking back, I feel like I wish there was a way for me to streamline it a little more or if there was a way to cut down on the time that it took for production because Man, was that it took it took at least three to three hours, it seems, just for the post-production stuff. So that's what kind of hampered my progress in a lot of ways. It's what made a couple of the days end up being produced and released late. But nevertheless, I stuck to the challenge. I went all out by including captions, like I wanted to burn in the subtitles so that people could actually read along as I was performing each song so that they really understood what I was saying. I would have loved for it to be 
really visible, like right there in the thread um, when it comes to like Instagram and that type of thing in, in your main feed. But I really wanted to make sure I was compromising enough with the visual as well as with, you know, what was present. And since it's IGTV that I was using, I just allowed it to be kind of below the fold, as they would refer to it in web design, at least. And below the fold just means that you either have to scroll or tap into something in order for it to be seen. So that was one thing. And then whew, the the whole experience overall, I think, was just, a, again, extremely cathartic. It was a blessing. It was hectic. It was revealing. It was transformative. It was developing as far as my personal growth is concerned, you know. And I do feel like I have reached a new position in my artistry, as I often do when I, I challenge myself to kind of break beyond previous limitations or previous styles. In a lot of ways, I feel like I've doubled down as a hip hop purist and a lyricist. And at the same time, I really do love kind of playing around a little bit. Even though I'm not much of a singer, sometimes I like to just hold a little tune uh, just because it's fun. And I think it, it can resonate with people in a way that just the pure lyrics can't, right? Um, it, it allows for certain messages to be relayed in a way that just the pure lyricism can't or doesn't, I would say. It's not that it can't. I'm sure it could. I'm sure I could find a way. And I'm sure the pure lyricism does hit, especially when I'm nailing the delivery. But nonetheless, I just feel truly inspired to have completed it all. And I'm glad that those who tuned in and, and tapped in with me, like connected, left a message, commented. Uh, I'm just, I'm thankful. I've got messages saying that people admire my consistency. I have people acknowledging and admiring the fact that I intertwined technology and hip hop during a couple of those songs. And it's something that I frequently do Shout out to my boy, A.G. Dynasty, uh, for, for empowering that. And while the algorithms may or may not play into my favor, I, I was not never really doing it just for the numbers, just for the metrics on any of these social media platforms. I really just want to connect with people and be heard by the people who, you know, find my artistry valuable that find hip hop to be valuable and meaningful as a form of expression and as a impactful art form. It is my personal belief that hip hop is in and of itself and, and rapping and lyricism is a pure art form that can hold its own amidst any other medium of expression. Even if the beat wasn't there, I still feel like the time that I took to craft each bar, the lyricism, the wordplay, the vernacular, the alliteration, the tonality, the dexterity, and the overall delivery are all meaningful, impactful forms of art. I feel like we 
maybe reached an age in hip hop where all of those things aren't as acknowledged as they used to be. And nowadays, I'm not exactly sure what or how people acknowledge hip hop as a whole. Nevertheless, I feel like it's meaningful for me to play my part in all of that and to share my artistry in a way that resonates with me. And I'm sure everything else that everyone else has some affinity towards is meaningful and right to acknowledge in its own right. But again, I do feel somewhat like a hip-hop purist in a lot of ways and uh, really love exploring the depths that are already included there. So yeah, that's just me, perhaps. Anyway, with February flowing, I had a lot of fun and I have quite a few of the songs from this past month that I hold as my favorites. Uh, One of them is Not a Monolith, which was February flowing on the 4th, which is now the intro to this episode. I love how jazzy it is. I love the trumpets on there. I was really happy when I was playing around with those instruments. Um, Most of the production on the project were a combination of some splice samples, which came in handy tremendously. So shout out to Splice. No, I am not sponsored by them, but hopefully they'll think about it. But yeah, Not a Monolith was really fun, really jazzy. The trumpets were something that I added on my own, uh, messing around inside of Logic using my new uh, Launchpad Pro, the Launchpad Pro MK3, as well as a couple of feature sets inside of Logic, which are really dope, which allows me to play with the articulation of certain instruments, the studio horns and the studio strings, um, which is really fun. It really lets you get some nuanced instrumental swing that you may not have been able to achieve without it. So that's how the beat came about. And of course, the title of the song, Not a Monolith, was just a reflection on black culture, black people. And I've seen plenty of tweets. I've seen plenty of quotes. I've seen plenty of references uh, about black people, black women, black men, and how we are not a monolith, that we can't simply be described as one way and you think that's valid enough to define an entire culture, an entire people. We are all very nuanced. We are all very unique. And we all have an impactful presence in a way that differs from one another. So that's why I started out the song saying that we are not a monolith. We are polyprolific. And that line I really enjoyed. I I really love this idea of each individual within our culture and across the world, everybody in their own right. Everybody can have a prolific presence when they acknowledge their self-worth, 
when they take the time to dive deep and introspect and self-reflect and work on self-development and crystallize in the shape of their being. A couple of other favorites were Grit, of course. I mean, I definitely enjoyed... There, there were so many that I enjoyed. So many that I enjoyed. Want and Need, Loud and Clear, absolutely. Those were days six and seven. Nah, Don't Blink. Don't Blink, my boy. Shout out to AG Dynasty again. Is a Wolf and Castle joint. It's one of my favorites because... Oh, man, I went deep on that one. I, I threw all of the references and, and had just a really awesome time crafting that song. Uh, this is one of those examples where I intertwine technology and hip hop. And for me, this is an excellent domain because it allows me to relay a message and to share knowledge and insights about new innovations in the space and getting people aware of a technology that they may or may not have known already existed. So this was an excellent opportunity for me to shout out a couple of books that were really powerful for me, like The Future is Faster Than You Think. It let me talk about things like robotics and the spot dog from Boston Dynamics, which they used in collaboration with Pharrell and his Adidas Hue NMD sneaker launch, which I thought was really dope, and all other types of crazy things in the tech space. Uh, that's another passion of mine, you could say. I believe I can be considered a futurist, though I don't like putting labels on myself in that way, just because I don't want to limit myself. I do see the value in being a naturalist as well and being of the earth and all of that. However, there's this balance that exists with equal enthusiasm for all domains, uh, coming from me at least. So, yeah, that's Don't Blank. I really loved that track, really had fun. It, it, was, an, it was a challenge, but I loved delivering that. And, of course, hmm, man, I, don't, I really did enjoy so many tracks from this year. Classy T. Grit, of course, which I already mentioned. Uh, man, speaking it into existence. A lot of them. A lot of them. I really, I really loved my focus on making sure that I was being clear in what I wanted to say and stretching beyond some previous limitations in the sense of standing for what I wanted to stand for and not backing down on that, voicing an opinion that could have been seen as abrasive or standing strong in my optimism and my positivity in places where I could have faltered, in places where I could have went the opposite direction. So definitely, definitely enjoyed this experience. And I'm looking forward to my development and my growth from here. I will say I do think that this is the last time that I will be doing February Flows in this way. 
Um, so that is something to, the, to keep in mind and something that I am really reflecting on as I move forward. The, the time it takes for me to do that, the, the stress level, the energy level, um, it, it really depletes me if I'm not able to find balance and I'm still having to do other things, right? Like still taking on client projects and balancing my life in other ways. So until I'm able to get like a couple of virtual assistants or some real life assistants, some interns or something who are willing to work with me and collaborate with me in order to make sure that a project of that magnitude can get done, I think I'm kind of closing that chapter for now. I think three years in a row is a really solid experience and I really want to be able to commit myself to releasing my next true album because these have just been almost mixtapes of sorts and I have yet to deliver my actual follow-up to my original album series, which started with The Wild. And then I released And, which was really just an interim project between that and the follow-up album to The Wild, which you could imagine would be called The Free. So that's where I want to focus a little bit more energy and attention to. And there's also some other album concepts that I wanted to explore as well. Some other collaborations that I want to get to and yeah, I think overall it'll be good. It'll be good that I um, move move forward a bit and explore a couple of different creative avenues in the, the music space as well as the technological and design and art space. Of course, on a couple previous episodes, I mentioned NFTs. And for those that don't know, the, that is non-fungible tokens and digital art crypto art and I am looking forward to diving deeper into this space so if that interests you definitely let me know I'll try to link to a couple of meaningful resources in today's show notes for you so that you can kind of dive in a bit further on that subject matter to learn about it and I hope you're able to join me on that side of the the game I think there's so much to be explored there so yeah yeah well i guess that's about it y'all i'm speaking it into existence that you all are well and that will be the close of today's episode so if you are digging the podcast and enjoying these deep dives it would mean the world to me if you subscribe to get updated on every episode and Of course, you can use your already magnificent podcast apps and platforms to do that. Just hit the plus button or the bell icon or the subscribe button. If you are listening directly on my website, then feel free to subscribe by sending an email directly to well at bcast.email. That's well with three L's at bcast.email. So just send an email with your name and I'll go ahead and get you subscribed. If you'd like to keep up with me and my journey on Instagram, feel free to follow at mrwildenfree. And really, that's how you can find me across almost all of the social media platforms. I'm on Twitter. I'm on LinkedIn. 
wow, that list was shorter than I thought. I mean, I'm on a lot more than that too, but I just don't pay attention to all social media platforms. I'm really trying to aggregate and condense and really minimize how many platforms I have to interact with on the daily because it can get extremely overwhelming. So I'm definitely looking to recenter myself on my own uh, mediums and my own channels and to be able to connect directly one-on-one with my my tribe with you all so definitely um so definitely want to get you all subscribed i'm working on a membership there's already a membership segment of my website where you can sign up as a member so visit wildeatandfree.com but i'm working on building a community platform for it or at least setting up the channels where we can dialogue amongst one another um, and you can um, kind of interact with me in a way that is meaningful for you. So be on the lookout for that. Please be patient with me just because there's so much going on and I'm trying to make sure I'm balancing it all. And I really want to be able to get to a point where I have people who are enthusiastic about helping me get this message across and sharing my art form and uh, connecting with other like minds. So if you feel like you can assist me in that regard, please feel free to reach out. But yeah, last but not least, I'm speaking into existence for you, the listener. Health, wealth, well-being, peace of mind, optimism, strength, resilience, diligence, aptitude, wherewithal, encouragement, inspiration, and so much more. Until next time, take care. We polyprolific, a little rabbit quoted I contain multitudes, I can dig it I'm positive on a pivot, bound for plenty more Getting deliberate, I'm tired of playing eeny miny mo Bless the entrepreneurs, bless up the LLCs Currency collectors, and that's worth to my bro Derry G I'm begging up the God in me And honestly, you wouldn't end up stopping me You'd probably end up jocking me But the problem is, you ain't all of me with might as well just gon' be yourself You can cultivate some culture Make kombucha for your health You can drink it up Then go and mind your own Sit down and meditate Until your problem's gone Cause you don't know what you don't know Yeah